Blog Talk Radio. It's now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night, where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high noble character as detailed in scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Radio. All right. Thank you very much. God bless you. I greet you in the name of God, the Father, God, the Son, Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit. I pray all is well with you all throughout the land. Wherever God finds you at right now, I pray that you are trusting in him with all of your heart, leaning not to your own understanding in all of your ways, acknowledging him so he may direct your path. Pleasant evening to you. Welcome to Breaking Chains, the P31 Ladies Night podcast. Uh, Let us humble ourselves and go before the throne of God in prayer. Our Father, most gracious God, we come giving you all the honor, glory, and praise, Lord God. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for yet another day, Lord God, opening our eyes to see your beautiful creation. We thank you for your son, Jesus the Christ, Lord God, who gave his life, shed his blood for the remission of our sins, Lord God, that we have life and have it more abundantly. Lord God, we just thank you for your Holy Spirit, Lord God keeping your word etched into our hearts, Lord God, leading and guiding and comforting us on a daily basis. We ask for forgiveness for sins and unrighteous acts, Lord God. Father God, we thank you for the many blessings bestowed upon us and our families, Lord God. We thank you for the hedge of protection, Lord God. We thank you for all that you're doing, Lord God, things that we've yet to see. Lord God, we thank you in advance. Right now, Lord God, we ask for a special prayer tonight, over Father God, over the P31 Ladies Night, Lord God. Father God, we ask that you bless the women that will be participating, the hearers and the doers of your mighty word, Lord God. Watch over them and keep them, Lord God, that they may come with your word, Lord God, to help each other out tonight, Lord God. As men of God, we stand over and watch over them, Father God, and stand in agreement, Father God, for their protection against the enemy, Lord God. Father God, we ask that chains be broken, Lord God. Healing take place, Lord God, in your land, and let your will be done. We ask all of this in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Everybody suit up. You know what time it is. YAT Radio is signing on. Time to suit up with your full armor of God. Time to break chains. It's the P31 Ladies Night Podcast. It's time to break chains right here on YAT Radio. So let's break. There is power in the name. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. There is power Come on. in the name of Jesus. Come on, you declare it. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power. There is power in the name, in the name of Jesus. We know where it is. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, 
to Breaking Chains. Call in live during the show at 858-357-9137. And listen live on our website at youngadultstalk.org. All right. God bless you. Thank you, big bro. Uh, uh, check him out at any time. Tightspots.org. Tightspots.org. Dre Williams. Uh, tonight's show is being brought to you by the Williams Scoop Jadar Enterprises. I am your co-host, Pastor Rod. I'm going to turn it over now to my big sis, uh, Sister Sonia. And uh, uh, and her ladies, and also I uh, want to give shouts out uh, to one of my brothers, Pastor Joseph, is here uh, to help to support the ladies tonight. He's here with us tonight as well, uh, and I think Sister Amy is there with you. Uh, God bless you. Good evening, sis. Mike is all yours. Good evening. Good evening, and welcome to the P31 Ladies Night. Tonight's show is the first show in October where we are kicking off with mental awareness and illness. So sit back and enjoy, and let's break chains. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Amy and Pastor Joseph. How are y'all doing this evening? I'm wonderful. How about you? 
Okay. I'm well. All is well. Oh, great, awesome. Good. Well, we're going to go ahead and start our show off. Um, what does the Bible say about mental illness? We're going to use three uh, verse, three scriptures, Psalms 34, 17 through 20, which states, which says, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the Christian spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. And we're referencing Isaiah 41 and 10. Fear not. For I am with you, be not dismayed, for I am God. I will strengthen you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And also the last one is First Peter 5 and 7. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. You know what I have discovered? That people are so busy trying to keep up with the Joneses. But the Bible promises you shelter, food, and clothing in First Timothy 6 and 8. He will provide, but he will have to utilize, but we have to utilize what he gives, gives to us to use. So we're going to start off mental health. There are four pillars of mental health. We have a physical, we have a cognitive, which is thinking, your emotion, emotional, and your social. Do you know um, some of our main groups of mental disorders um, people go through in today's society, Amy? Okay, you say, do I know, I didn't hear what you said, like, what did you say, do I know what? Do you know some of the main, main groups of mental disorders that people are going through in today's society? Uh, um, I'm say people like job-wise, you know, people that's lost jobs due to the pandemic. A lot of people are probably depressed. Because they've lost their jobs, uh, you know, don't have any way to have make income. A lot of them are not working. Okay. Um, but basically, I, w- I just wanted you to, to, to just give me a breakdown of what you thought were some of the main groups of mental disorders that they're dealing with. Mood disorders uh, such as depression or bipolar anxiety, personality, psychotic, eating, and trauma, and substance abuse. So tonight we're going to talk about depression, a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. I know that we have all suffered or experienced some form of depression that made us feel some type of way so 
by that, how did you handle it, or whether whether it being yourself or someone you know, how did you help that person that was suffering from some form of depression? Pastor Joseph, do you have a comment on that? Or an answer? Yes, ma'am. Could you repeat the question? I apologize. Not a problem. I said I know that we have all suffered or experienced some form of depression. What made you feel some type of what that made you feel some type of way? So how did you handle it? Or whether did you help yourself were you whether it was yourself or someone you knew that was going through a depression? Yes, ma'am. Um Depression, it can be very, very stressing. Uh, you have, like, physical illness, and then uh, you also have, like, mental illness. People, but uh, when, you know, depression try to come on me sometimes, I love to listen to some good music, worship music, and uh, it helps just, you know, smooth my spirit and everything. When uh, some stress try to come on, things of that nature, uh, sometimes the physical Illness can come on the body, then you have mental illness, things of that nature. But I love to listen to worship music. It helps smooth it and make it better. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Joseph. Welcome to the show, Dallas. How are you this evening? I'm good. Good. Tonight we'll be discussing mental awareness and illness, focusing on depression. Can you give me some thoughts on um, how you handle... All right, let me read the question. I know that we have all suffered or experienced some form of depression that made you feel some type of way. So how did you handle it, whether it was yourself or someone that you knew that you were, uh, that was going through the depression? Um, I would say, me personally, I have, like, been through stuff like that. So um, at first, I didn't know how to handle it. I was, you know, running to YouTube and stuff and, like, watching videos because I really didn't know what it was. And then, um, like within months of me like feeling like down and stuff and just a whole bunch of anxiety and stuff I really just turned to the word and I really think like by me going through that like part saved my life um it helped me get closer to God and wanted to like know more because I saw that he was the one really just bringing me through helping me through like you know talking to people it, it worked but it's so temporary to me and I feel like the word just sticks and I just, you know, can handle it more and look at it differently and just know that God didn't, didn't even give us like that kind of spirit, you know, of, you know, fear and stuff like that. So I would say the word really helped me through it and basically God. So let me ask you this. You you mentioned that you uh, have, you have experienced depression so what signs were you displaying displaying um because i think i 
Because I know a person may be extremely quiet or withdrawn. They may burst into tears, anxiety, or, or anger. So what signs were you displaying? If any. Really? Um, a lot with the beginning. Well, I would say it was more like anxiety. It's like out of nowhere. I don't know where it really came from. But I think once you experience anxiety for so long, it turns into depression because you begin to be hopeless and just wish that, you know, your life can, you know, go back to normal. But, um... I, at first, I was just like, I just didn't want to do nothing no more. Um, it was kind of obvious, you know, like I would stop like just going places that I would normally go. Um, I was crying because I just didn't know what it was. Um, and then, you know, it, it's like a lot. Um, I'd say, you know, sometimes I'd be quiet about it, but I'd just be in my head all day thinking about it. Or like I said, probably cry or like... Um, you know, probably be irritated because of what I'm feeling, but no, you can't really, it's like, it's something you can't see, so I guess come off as angry to others. Um, yeah, like, it was basically like that. It's like a lot of emotion. You could say. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for sharing mm-hmm. your testimony. Or is um, you being one that has dealt with depression? Um, if you were on the outside looking in, how do you know if you are someone um, that you know are having mental health problems? Amy, would you like to comment on it? Yeah. So, how would I? What would I do? Is that what you? What no. Asking? How would you? No. How would you know if someone is going through mental health problems? What signs do you think I, they would be giving up? I see if they normal behavior, like if you see them doing one, acting one way, then they like seem like they depressed all the time. They're not talking. They act more withdrawn. They like keep to themselves. Call them out, answer the phone. I feel like I know something going on. I would feel like something going on. I don't know if I would know it would be depression, but I'd be very concerned. Okay. Dallas, would you like to comment on that? Um, I would say, like, outside looking at, like, someone else with, that's going through it, sometimes you really can't tell. Um, it'd be the people that still smiling and still, you know, laughing. And like Amy said, sometimes you can tell, like, they're not answering the phone or, you know, just sad. So, uh, it, it, it varies, but like I said, some, most of the time you really can't tell or spot it. Just looking at somebody. Okay. Well, um, I have um, a, a testimony or a confession. I, too, have um, been down that road with depression um, at an early age, back when I was um, 17 years old. Um I just knew that 
I had it going on because I had just became a cheerleader for a college. But uh, little did I know that I was about to face a very difficult situation. While as a cheerleader, there was um, a star basketball player that um, had befriended me. And um, he was kind of failing in his work. And he knew that I knew that I was good in what, what he was failing in. So he asked me to help him. So he came over to my house for help. My mother was at work this on this day. And it was just the two of us in the house. I stepped away for just a second to use the bathroom. And when I returned, he blocked the hallway where I couldn't pass. And uh, he raped me. To make a long story short, when I was told that it was my fault and I had no support system, I went into a deep depression to the point I wanted to end my life because I felt as though it didn't matter and I wouldn't be missed. But I didn't go through with it because I was scared and uh, God saved me. But all I can do is tell people you matter. At least you matter to me. And I'm here for you to listen and talk about things, whatever, what may come your way. But, you know, people just shrug off the fact that, uh, excuse me, whoever is on the line, can you please mute your phone? If you're not um, saying anything, please. Um, But anyway, um, there's a lot of depressed depressed people out here in the world that that want to end their lives and stuff because of things that they're going through, peer pressure, or because they feel like they're not loved and everything. So I want to know... um, Anyone, did you have a support system while going through your depressed state? Or were you being a support system to someone else? Um, welcome to the show, Sister Laquina. Oh, blessings, everyone. I'm, I'm, I'm listening, I'm driving. <laughs> but I, I hear you. How everybody doing tonight? All is well. Doing great. Good. Amen. 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 Um, so, uh, Pastor Joseph, would you like to comment on anything that has been said? Yes, ma'am. I just like to say, uh, you know, just how we see somebody with a physical illness in a wheelchair or dysfunction, you know, we have compassion on them and we must do all the same with somebody with a mental illness, things of that nature, you know, just seeking help for them. You know, the time you might see them struggling with their thoughts, their emotions, and you can kind of tell by their behaviors. You know, we, we're not there to judge them because of it, but are we there to offer support, like you were saying, and that support is very help, helpful because some people, you know, they actually need medicine. They need uh, community support things like that and uh some people need you know just more education on it my sister she dealt with seizures for a while 
And when she was younger and when she got more educated on it, she kind of grew out of it or something happened. So now she don't have seizures anymore. But there is treatment for some people that you may see, you know, with uh, mental disorders or things like that. And it's good to try to show them compassion and show support, like you were saying, that's very needed. Because when you don't, they feel abandoned and feel alone, things of that nature. But compassion, compassion always goes a long way. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Joseph. Um, does anyone else uh, have a comment on that about a support system? Dallas, uh, Amy. Go ahead. I say uh, I had I had support. Um, but a lot of people around me, it was like it's new to it's new to all of us, so it wasn't too much somebody could really say. But um, and then I feel like I was being a support system too because it's so crazy that a real close friend of mine we actually got closer through after like after this, but we both was going through like the same thing. Like I said, it was like basically like anxiety, and we really didn't know where it where it came from, but it just so happened it came. Um, we was going through it at the same time so basically I was going through it but I was also supporting someone else and they was also supporting me too so and I feel like it, it was like it helped a lot because we learned from each other and we also learned that we weren't the only ones that was going through like something on earth basically because we never had really experienced it but um, yeah I would say like supporting stuff and just have somebody that to listen and stuff, it really works and is needed. Hmm. Amy, did um have you encountered um someone that was going through a deep depression and um you became a support system for them or How, how did you handle it if you were um, supportive? I'm going to say, yeah, I was a support system a little bit for someone that went through depression, but I was also one who went through depression. Mm. And when I, um, I, I guess when I was going through it, I kind of, I studied, you know, read my Bible a lot, just prayed a lot had like maybe one or two friends who would always kind of, you know, they knew I was going through something, but they would call sometimes I'd answer, sometimes I wouldn't. But when I did answer, when I was like, I guess in an up mood, I would talk to them and tell them, you know, how I had been feeling that day or what I had been doing. Um, it just, um, I guess it just depended on how I was, you know, like what, how deep it had affected me that, at that particular time when they would call to, for them to, you know, be there to support me. But I knew they were there for me. But it's just a matter of me accepting or me wanting to, you know, I wanted to come out of it, but it was just hard because I didn't really know if I wanted to tell them everything I was thinking or everything I was going through or how I was feeling. But eventually, you know, with them standing by my side and me just praying a lot, trying to ask the Lord to bring me out of it and help me, show me, you know, I know it's something better for me, going to be better, it's going to work out. And um, I, I think that's what it was. As far as me being a support, support person for someone that was going through it, um, I basically did the same thing. I was trying to, you know, call them, make sure they was eating, um, make sure they wouldn't have no bad thoughts about hurting themselves, you know. Um, just 
kind of just being around, letting them know I'm here for you. You know, when they wouldn't answer the phone, I probably just, I think, want to say just went over there once or twice, maybe just popped up on to make sure everything was good. You know, they'd just be sitting in the dark room, no lights on, just, just saying they were down. I'd be like, well, I just came by to check on you. Just try to, you know, be that for them and let them know if you want to talk to me. If you don't, I still am just going to be here. You don't have to say anything. I go sit in the other room. But just let them know it's somebody and I was there for them. Somebody was there for you. Amen. Can I can I add something to that? Sure. You know, I I think what happens is is a lot of us um, have gone through some type of down period like that, some type of uh, mental uh, breakdown, depression, something. And I, I think what happens is is that uh, sometimes pride get in the way for, from us seeking help. But then I think a lot of things that that you experience throughout life um, that that can shut down, can cause you to shut down because you don't have that support system. There are a lot of people that don't have that support system that are going through things. You you see a lot of people that have excessive anger, hostility, violence issues, uh, you know, uh, problems with alcohol and drugs, you know, uh, withdrawal from friends and family and activities. So, so. What, what what we have to do is is that um, we have to make sure you you use those scriptures earlier that you gave out Psalms thirty four. Uh, uh, one of the main ones was was that when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers delivers us out of all of our troubles. Not some of them, out of all of them. But in order to receive what God has in store for us, we have to accept Him in our hearts. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the only way out of any situation. We have to feed each other the word of God on a consistent basis. Everybody's going through something even today, right now, this minute. You know, there's something on people's minds that, that, that sometimes distracts them and pulls them away from God. And that's something we talked about uh, 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 tonight in Bible study. You know what I'm saying? What, what is it that you're willing to do uh, uh, to, 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 to gain the whole world but to lose your soul? You know what I'm saying? We, we get caught up in a whole lot of things of the world and situations and we, we, we lose our connection to God. We lose focus on who's the only one that can help us out. And, 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 and these situations causes depression, frustration, hostility. It causes a lot of breakdown in our mental status. And, and that's not good for us in no area, but that's all I have to say. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Um, welcome to the show, Tanya. Sister Tanya, how are you this evening? I'm doing well. Hello, everybody. Hey. Um, so Good evening. God bless. Um, Good night. Let me add something to that when um, we, were, we were talking about mental illness as well. Um, one thing, too, is like uh, to have a, either a close family member, close friend to support that person because even when they speak out for help, and I speak this because I went through this um, with my, one of my sons. Um, in speaking for help, and even they're having a mental illness advocate for the, the person who's going through, um, it's very difficult sometimes because the advocate is advocating for the person that is ill and not really supporting the family to give them all the resources they need to help the person who needs the help. So I just want to share to pay attention to that too as well, 
because out of ooh, some years that I went through with my son, I always wondered why I really wasn't getting the help that I really needed from the advocate because I'm thinking they're helping. Well, when someone does not realize that they really need that help, they are supporting their rights. And it's hard when the family is trying to help them, but the advocacy is supporting them, not supporting the family to help them to get well and all that. So I just wanted to point that out too as well for anyone that's dealing with that too as well. To make sure you try to seek other sources too for yourself too to help them. Because I'm thinking all along that person in the advocate that was helping me to help my son. In all reality, it wasn't. They was just helping him, which was ill. So he wasn't getting any better because the resources that are available for them was not on the side of helping the family to help to get the get the help that I needed for him. Amen. Thank you for that comment. Um, yes. Yeah. Sister Laquina, would you like to add any comment to what's, what's been said? Or um, Is we talking about um, disabled or mental? Um, we're, talk- we're talking about mental awareness and illnesses. Um basically focusing on depression. Uh, okay. Um, like, well, like Apostle and y'all already said that uh, uh, all of us be tested in that area there of um, um, lack of confidence, things that have happened that was horrible in our lives, and, and we wonder, you know, whether it was our fault or, or this and that, or, or how could this happen to us? Um, I'm a strong, now that I'm saved, as a saved woman of God, I, I strongly believe in the word of God. And um, I feel you have to get your support system. Um, someone who you could trust, I mean myself, I say a prayer warrior. Um, I, I like to hang around a, a lot of elderly people who's older than me. So I, um, the Bible said let the, the older women teach the younger who I know who are seasoned, not no silly women, but I like to hang around older women that are in God who who can pour into me and teach me things that I don't know or that I can share things with and they, they are mature enough to, to take it to the throne. And that's what I do with people younger than me. Um, when we conversate or when my girls and us conversate, I let them know this is between me, you, and God. That's it. When we leave out the door or wherever, it don't go nowhere else. Because James 5 and 16 says, if we confess our faults one to another, that we'll be healed. The fervent prayer of the righteous availing much. And over the years of God saving me and me being saved in him, um, he has shown himself. I, I've been healed from a whole lot of stuff. Just by me being able to open up to people who I know I can trust. Everybody you can't trust. Some people tell bearers. Some people uh, tell secrets, you know. So um, when you're dealing with depression, oppression, know that it's a, it's a spirit. Know that it's there to take your confidence. 
And the Bible tells us, cast not away thy confidence. Once you lose your confidence, then you leave a door open to where you don't want to be here no more. So um, make sure you have people in your corner that's encouraging you. Not just want to know all your business. <laughs> we need people to encourage and push us to, to, to do things that we, we thought we could never do. You know, um, stuff like that there, etc. It could go on and on when you're dealing with mental depression, especially as women because we emotional creatures. We deal with, with that. The, the enemy always playing with our mind with planting them type of seeds. You're trying to plant them type of seeds. But you have to be strong in the spirit, strong in the word, to cast down every imaginary thought, every wicked that you try to build yourself against the knowledge of God. But that, um, that I'm done. <laughs> I only want to say it, take up too much time. I'm done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's fine. Thank you for your comment. Um, you know that depression runs rapid within our young people, and it is also, it also has them to a point of committing suicide. What can we do to help our young people today that are feeling this way or experiencing suicidal tendencies? The floor is open for comment. Um, Mr. Tarnie? Sister Amy? Anyone? Um, this uh, this but I was gonna say um, well, something I know I want to do is like I don't know, like how we be on the phone talking and stuff. I want to like do something dedicated towards that because I know when I was like in the midst of what I was going through, like that would have really like helped. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just being heard and also just encouraged and I feel like by me going through it now I know about things and I just feel like I, I just really want to um, help others out so I would just say um, you know just just let it um, just don't let those people that's going through it that feel like an outcast and let them know that everyone goes through things and also just you know, introduce like the the Bible verses and the words to them which God has left us with because in the Bible God speaks about the mind, um, and like many verses. So that goes to show that God knew that we were, you know, be in a battle, you know, in our mind sometimes, but he also let us know that if you you know, we turn to him and read our word that it will bring us comfort and it will bring us understanding and um, you know, a way of just not letting it just be in our lives forever that we will get through it. So that's what I would do and tell them. Um, I understand you said that um, trusting in God and all that. What if you run across a person, a young person that is experiencing all these suicidal tendencies and going through depression and they're mad with God or they don't believe in, in God, what what would you tell them? Or how would you handle them in that situation? Um, well, I, me personally, haven't come across this uh, 
somebody like young and like raising somebody in that situation. So I would just, you know, try to just tell them my experience, you know what I'm saying? Um, let them see where I come from and let them know that that was only the, the work of God that got me through it. And hopefully just need my presence would just bring them like, you know, a little understanding. But I was, I, you know, just still try to, you know, help them and let them know that um, it's going to be all right. And, um, you know, you try to be a, a, a listening ear to them and just let them know that, you know, suicide isn't the answer to it. And everything will come to pass, you know. And just let them just, you know, um, bring to their attention what it's like, the good things that's going on in their lives and not, like, focus on the bad. Because usually when you look at your life, it's usually a lot of things to just, you know, be um, happy about, you know. So that's kind of how I do it. Amen. Thank you, Dallas. Is there anyone else that would like to comment on that? Pastor Joseph, would you like to say anything? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I uh, I love to uh, just encourage people and let them know that God uh, God people have suffered. You're not alone, and let them know that it's not their fault. You know, years, hundreds of years, God people have suffered mentally, emotionally, physically. You know, since the fall of Adam and Eve, and so even Christ Himself cried out of His despair on the cross. My God, my God, why have Thou forsaken me? You know, He was echoing the Psalm of uh, Lament. It's just when you're going through suffering, but you still talk to God honestly. And uh, we we're gonna suffer on this earth. We're gonna go through things and. And mental disorder is not a new phenomenon. It's been around for centuries and centuries after the fall of Adam. And so when people get diagnosed with certain things, you know, we just plead to God. Like Apostle Paul, he was pleading to God twice about something, in his flesh about something, the issues that he had going on. And sometimes it may take us longer to realize that God is telling us, hey, my grace is sufficient for you. No matter what you're going through, my grace is sufficient for you. So mental disorders, you know, it's a high topic, and it needs to be spoke about openly. And when somebody speak about it openly, then somebody else will feel more comfortable speaking about their issues. Then we can help each other. But a lot of times we just go covered up. People try to hide it, you know, because of embarrassment, things of that nature. But it takes a powerful man and woman of God to come open with it and discuss it. It's a it's a it's a powerful topic, and it's all in the church. Also, is is definitely in the church. It's in the congregation. You'll be surprised. You know how many people dealing with extreme despair and depression, and even that suicide spirit. Spirit, like you said. So uh, it's a unique challenge to deal with, and you got the uh, we got to put our trust in God, and um yes, and it's, it's definitely a real it's more mind over physical um the mental thing the mind it can descend so lower than the body the body can get low but the mind can go so low to like a bottomless pit so just you know praying for your mind god keeping your right mind every day is a powerful thing thank you thank you reverend would you like to say anything you know um thank you um 
you know, depression. <laughs> depression, depression can come from so many different areas, and it and it hits you in so many different ways. Um, depression can be hid from others. Uh, I hid depression for a long time. You know what I'm saying? But I was I was dying on the inside. But I wouldn't let anybody know it because when you reach out sometimes, you know, people send you away. People don't want to listen. So, you you know, we have to we have to encourage people to build that relationship uh, and getting to know uh, the God that that sent his only begotten son to die for. Him. And, and, and you ask, what if they don't know God? And and, and, and and Dallas says something because, you know, we have to be that walking, living testimony to people. Uh, people don't believe. Uh, it, 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 as much as, as we should And I want to speak that in general We don't believe as much as we should And then the sad thing of, about it is Is that we don't take the time To, to study the word And, and, and to find out uh, About how to overcome issues uh, When you, when you uh, Read those scriptures earlier You used Isaiah 41 and 10 As one of them When you said fear not for I am with you Be not dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And, 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 and in order for someone to overcome depression, they have to be able to hear that, but also believe it. And sometimes in order to believe it, they got to see it. You know, we got to remember that we are people that needs to see signs and wonders. We got to see it before we believe it because our faith lacks. That's why God says all we want us to have is the faith the size of a mustard seed. Just that little bitty faith right there. And, and, and we can get through some things. When, he, when, you, when you threw the other one out there, First Peter, casting all our anxieties on him because he cares for us. We got to have faith enough to know that. We got to have faith enough to believe that. But then, but then he told us in John 16 and 33 that he said, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. In order for us to have a, a clear conscience, a clear mind, a peaceful mind, a peace of God, God's peace that surpasses all understanding, we have to have faith in believing that. So, so, so we've all had a depressed moment in our life, every last one of us, some kind of way, whether, whether we went through it personally or we experienced it with someone else. We, we've all been through it. But what are we going to do to prevent from continuously going through it? You know what I'm saying? As a people. What do we do as a people to help each other from going through these situations? You know what I'm saying? We hating each other. We're talking about each other. We're tearing each other down. We're destroying families. We're allowing people to come in and destroy families, our families, our communities. And, and it's causing a major meltdown right before our eyes. And we can't continuously let this happen. We have to step up and be the church and do what God has uh, uh, anointed us to do and called us to do. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Sister Pine, do you have anything you would like to add? Yes, I would. Um, I think if I were in a situation where I had someone that were that I um, recognized or saw them, and if I could not reach that person right there in that moment and they were in a suicidal state, I would reach out to the crisis line and make the call for them. And I would reach out to the family too as well and let them know what state that uh, person was in. 
to give them that help if I couldn't do it myself. In speaking of things of what we can do, we can have, um, it's like a stigma. Uh, sometimes in different cultures, it's not talked about. It's, um, it's hidden um, um, because people, they label it and, and, and the stigma is there. They feel ashamed, bashful. Um, but it's something that needs to be talked about so much so that we can um, help um, before we can help before before it escalates out to a situation that becomes a lot greater than what it is at the moment. So there could be um, certainly in the in the church we, we should have um, different meetings, different groups, um, just like we have prayer groups, have an open open um, um, uh, have an open where a group you can come and you can talk about different things where everybody feels comfortable to share um, just different things that they're going through so they can they want to come back and continue to come back and then you can feed them with the word and you can share them God and, and allow them to open up because we all deal with everything we all have a mind we never know what situation we walk through, what we go through, but to reach that other person from where they are deep down, we don't know where they are. But just keep um, sharing positive things with them and just being a friend and being an ear, have that ear to listen. Because sometimes we can speak too much and we can lose a person. Maybe they don't even know Christ or maybe we do know Christ and we, we get to a, a point where we're stuck, you know, And um, because there's so many um um, labels that's put on someone, I've come to a point that I've slipped into a depression. And because I wear a smile on my face all the time, no one's able to identify and recognize it. But if we're able to just take the time to listen and don't be so quick to, to, to speak, well, you can reach that person and give, give uh, others or have other resources where they can go to other groups that's going on. Maybe it's not going on in my church, and maybe it's going on somewhere else. Or give them the information, or give them lines that the, the phone numbers where you can reach out to someone. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at the the, the statistics in teens and adults for depression as of July eighteenth, twenty twenty one. As many as eight point three percent of Teens have suffered depression for at least a year at a time, compared to about 5.3% of the general population. That's a lot of teens. And also, in the U.S., among teens and adults, it's 2.8 million youth ages 12 to 17. And there are actually, it's actually 90% of suicide victims suffering from a mental illness and suffering from depression. An estimate of 17.3 million adults in the U.S. had at least one major depressive episode. This number represents 7.1% of all U.S. adults. The depression that uh, ranges in adults and female adults 8.7%. 8.7%. In males, it was 53 As far as race are concerned, 
White Americans have only 6.4%. Hispanics have 7.2%. According to the CDC, African Americans have the highest rate of current depression at 12.8%. As far as treatment, only 73% of white diagnosed get treatment for depression as compared to just 63% of Hispanics and 60% of African Americans. If we are, well, we don't even go to the doctor when we feel depressed or we, we feel some type of way. If we get the treatment, then we will, the numbers would decrease as far as going through the depressed state because we will have some type of medication or some something to suppress it and help us go through this. So what do you think triggers this mental illness? How is it triggered? The floor is open. Amy, you have any thoughts on that? Um, say the question again. What triggers? What triggers mental illness? What do you think triggers mental illness? Um, I would say um, disappointment. When you're disappointed with something and it doesn't go the way you want it to go, you expecting something and it comes out totally different. Am I just throw you off and throw you down to you know down with spiral, down with fall, and you start getting depressed? It starts it off. Being very, you know, severely, just being very disappointed in something that you were so sure about. Amen. What, um, what do you think actually causes depression? Do you think it may come from abuse, from physical, yes, um, uh, some physical abuse? Or some, of that nature or do you yes. think it's hereditary or how do you think I, um, I'm going to say it could be a little bit of both okay Dallas do you have any comments on that what do you think after um, I would say um it's it's a actually it's a lot of ways, um, a way that it can be caused is you know lack of um confidence. You start you know speaking negative to yourself, you know lack of self love. It can come from traumatic situations from when you were younger. Um, I say, you know some like I used to do my research and stuff. So sometimes people would say hereditary, um, but sometimes that's not the case. Um. I would say, you know, just stuff of the, like of the world. I don't know, like ungodly things. A lot of things could bring uh, relationships, um, you know, and um, you know, just not having just you know that, uh, you know, just not the real, a real true connection, you know, with God, because you know the devil works every day. So I just feel like it comes it comes a lot of ways, but those are just some of them. I would say that it it comes from. Do you think it could be cured? Um. Yes, I I do. 
um, I used to didn't want to have that uh, mindset of I'm stuck like this, you know, but um, I feel like God can do anything, and um, I feel like one of them is bringing us out of that state of depression or anxiety, you know. I'm not too big on medicine, and when I was going through it, they actually was trying to, like, you know, just just had to, like, act that I just wanted get medicine just like you know it wasn't like on like it was medicine for like just to calm your nerves I guess you could say because the uh person who I was cool well who we was going through at the same time he actually was taking it just to see what it did and I just like it's so temporary because he said it worked then he stopped taking it because it made him feel bad and stuff like that so uh I say yeah and I just feel like really God is the real solution you know, but like talking to other people and taking medicine, that works too. Well, I haven't took medicine, so I wouldn't know, but um, I say God is the cure to it. That's how I feel. Amen. So, Tanya, do you think it, it could be cured? Or what do you think actually causes depression? Hereditary? Yeah. How um how you think it would be hereditary? How does sometimes it come sometimes if you have um uh, from generations from 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 a generation such as uh, a parent. Okay. I mean uh, Yeah. Um, or being raised in that environment. Sometimes you can see being raised and you can you can have seen it um, as a child, grew up in the environment of it, duplicated, or a mother or father could have dealt with it and 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 as a as a child didn't recognize it, didn't get any help. The child comes up and duplicates the same thing what they saw. So and unless until that individual gets gets help, seeks help, then you're duplicating the same thing that was previously done before as a, as a pattern. Could it be genetic? Uh, could it be in genetics too as well? I don't. I'm not one that has a, that doctor. A doctor from that to say um, is it, it because of the person's genes. Well, we deal with stress. We deal with this. We deal with that. If my, if 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 my parents didn't didn't do anything, or through a mother being pregnant, okay, just an example. She goes through that stress. She goes through some anxiety. 
he's carrying this child. This child is being, you know, comes comes in two, and that child can come out as being very very nervous, um, having um, um, nerve nerve uh, damage or, or, or something of that nature. So when I talk about genetics or something of that nature, I'm speaking in terms of of, of, of that how that baby comes out of because being carried. So unless we go deeper to find out in our generation ahead of time, but before us, who in my family has dealt with such a death? And until I find all these things out to find out what what, what am I dealing with? How did I get here? Did it come from somewhere? Where did it come from? Amen. We're at the top of the aisle. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, nothing is Dallas. I was just going to say that uh, I know what um, Tonya was talking about because I had read up on it before, and it can be like something do- dealing with your genetics. Like, if you do it for so long, it can change your genetics, and then, like you said, you have a baby, it can happen like that in certain situations. That's all I wanted to add. Uh, can, can I add something before we go to the top of the hour? Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, um, it's also um, what you put in your spirit. Um, Some medicines cause depression as well. Um, So sometimes we we entertain a lot of emotional stuff. And and when, like, um, as I was in a, that's how God saved me. I was going to lose my mind. And I, I had I didn't have peace and stuff, dealing with a whole lot of stuff that I had went through. That's for another day. But um, anyway, um, I didn't have peace unless and I cut on my gospel music and start reading the Word of God. And um, I used to love listening to the blues, and I used to love listening to um, certain rap rap songs. Whatever you feed your spirit, you feel the effects of that. That's all I wanted to say. Amen. Whatever you feed in your spirit. Amen. We're at the top of the aisle, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to open up the phone line. So if you have any comments, questions, or just want to give God some praise, Give us a call at 858-357-9137. Tonight's show is sponsored by the Williams Group and Jadari Enterprises.
Now time for Breaking Chains with P31 Ladies Night. 
where we work to give females increased self-esteem, establish a healthy self-identity, and motivate females to obtain high noble character as detailed in scripture. Get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT radio. Good evening, and welcome back to T31 Ladies Night. Tonight, we have been discussing mental awareness and illness. So now we're going to give our closing remarks. So the floor is now open. Ladies, so go ahead with your remarks, please. Ms. Tanya, would you like to start off? Um, Sure. I uh, just give God thanks and the glory. I I think everybody who's on the line is sharing uh, about mental illness. It's one that um, is not talked about enough. And I, I hope and pray that we don't ever stop talking about it, that we're able to enlighten, um, continue to enlighten each other and um, give each other resources and be supportive and just be an ear for someone. And I thank you, um, Sister Sonia, for that um, topic tonight, which is one that should have been talked about so much long ago, but it hasn't, but it's in the present. This is not present today, so I just thank you for giving us a great topic to uh, talk about. You're welcome. Thank you. Sister Laquina. Yes. Um, this, this right here, our final thoughts, right? Yes. Hello? Yes. Um, yeah, it, it is a great topic because like someone said earlier, um, the the church solidly really is dealing with a lot of that, you know, of depression and stuff like that. And um, I, I would just tell the listeners, save the unsaved. If, if you're not saved and you're dealing with depression or if you don't believe in God or this and that, it's still, you got to look around and see what you're feeding, what you're putting on the inside of you. Well, whatever we entertain, we become. I'll put it like that. Whatever you hang around, they have a saying, birds of a feather flock together. So, and then they say, whatever you eat, in a natural food, that's what you are. So, the depression could be in so many different ways in our lives. But if you seek God, if you get around someone that's, that's stronger than you to teach you about the wisdom of God and, and, and teach you the ways of God and, and the words of God, I promise you that depression will have to go because it's nothing but a spirit sent from the pits of hell to detour you from life. If y'all don't remember nothing else tonight, remember, remember that you have power over anything in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Sister Amy, do you have any remarks? I'm going to say, let's just, um, if anybody, if you start feeling like you're getting down, getting depressed, pray it through. Always have a friend you can talk to. Uh, be honest with yourself about it. If you're on medication, take the medication. If it's not working, 
continue to pray and go back to the doctor, seek further help, try not to get on medicine. But some people do have to get on medication. And just um, always know that God is always there for you. Amen. Dallas, do you have any remarks you would like to give? Closing remarks? Yes, I would say uh, God is the answer to everything, and God could get you through anything. Um, We didn't have the um, fruit of depression or anxiety or fear, but we were given the spirit of peace and joy and self-control and patience, to name some of them. So that alone is motivation to um that is motivation to hold on and allow God to deliver us from evil and whatever we are going through. And I was just wanna say that um that you are not alone in whatever you're going through as well. Amen. Pastor Joseph, would you like to uh uh-huh. Give your final remarks. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yes, ma'am. Um, just like to say that the world is is actually in a fallen state, and uh, creation is groaning for freedom from this state of decay that we are in, and uh, the 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 fall of mankind, Adam. It made a it it made an impact on our lives physically, mentally. So I love to tell people it's not their fault, you know, dealing with my little cousin with mental disorder. It can be very aggravating just just the energy sometimes they have and just to keep uh, trying to get on your nerves and intentionally. It can be frustrating sometimes, but uh, mental health uh, is, is not guaranteed just like your physical health. You know, you can, you can lose it sometimes. So it's so important to stay prayed up for your mind, your body, your soul, your your man and whole. And uh, just like your body can get sick, your mind can get sick and also get injured. And the Bible speaks so much about it. It says the Lord, he renews our mind. He renews our soul. He, ha- he has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power and a sound mind. And that sound mind is the mind of self-control. And so we'll just have, we just take these promises of God and uh and we give it to God. We give we bring that anxiety to God and he'll give us that peace. And we have so many scriptures, you know, even in the Bible, Elijah, long story short, he was dealing with a mental disorder so he wanted to die, uh, because of Jezebel was conflicting him. Queen Jezebel was afflicting him and he was so depressed that he even wanted to die. Even Jonah, he got to a mental health place. And it's not nothing new. It's not a new phenomenon or nothing. Christians been dealing with it. Our believers been dealing with it. But the way we deal with it is very simple. It's about aligning with the Word of God. We get that from Jonah as a quick example. Yes. Uh, his was because he made bad choices. And he wished Powerful. for death. He wished Powerful. for death after God spared Nineveh. And so sometimes we could desire the wrong things. And by him desiring the wrong thing. It led up him to, you know, rebelling against God, directly disobeying God's command, and they throwing him off the boat, you know, suicide, all that thing. But so instead of him just marveling at God's mercy and just praising him for his grace, Jonah wished to die. And so just getting realigned with God is the only way that depression could ever end. And just and once we get realigned with God, then we can be like Christ. 
and the kingdom of God is here. I can see what you're going through. Be free in Jesus' name. But re realigning with God was Jonah's uh, issue. And once he realigned with God, you know, that depression that he had, it was ended. Thank you. Amen. 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 Pastor William, you have your uh, closing remarks. Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, very serious topic. I'm glad that you ladies are discussing this tonight uh, because, you know, saying uh, we, we've been on this uh, several times on Thursdays with the men and because the men go through some serious things when it comes to that depression too. And men find it hard to discuss it. Men find it hard to speak up and speak out about things that we go through. We, 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 we strong, we men, we, we full of muscles. We don't have no weakness, but you know what I'm saying? Real men can confess that we need help too. You know what I'm saying? We need assistance too. You know what I'm saying? Real men can say, yo, I, I, I need help. Uh, real men can say, yo, I'm going through this right here. I need some assistance. And, 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 and you know what I'm saying? We're here for each other. Um, one thing that I do want to say, though, is, is that we may run across someone that is going through some things that needs some serious assistance. Make sure that we uh, uh, make that assistance known to them. You know, and if they're not available or able to do it on themselves, make sure, I think Sister Tanya said it earlier about uh, reaching out to a family member to make sure that they get the help that they need. Uh, suicidal thoughts, suicidal moments or whatever. Uh, we, we need to make sure we get them some help. But we have to also be who God called us to be. We, we, we're children of God. You understand what I'm saying? We seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness because we know all things will be added to us. So I say that because, you know, uh, God says that no in 1 Corinthians 10 that no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. It says that God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So for those that you run across that don't know the Lord, you know what I'm saying, that never been in his presence, that don't know how to call upon him to get that assistance and the help that they need, you have to intercede on their behalf. You got to stand in the gap and you got to call that spirit up out of them. You got to pray for that brother. You got to pray for that sister and speak to that spirit because depression, frustration, all these things are spirits of the devil. Jesus didn't tear anybody down. He didn't attack no man, no woman. He called out the spirit of evil up out of them. So, so we have to speak to the Lord. And ask that spirit, ask the Lord to remove that spirit up off that brother or that sister so they can be made new in the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Powerful, powerful. Amen. Welcome to the show, our overseer, Dr. Kemp. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. Very, very powerful. I think it was a very powerful show to tonight uh dealing with depression and uh, uh just a few things i'd like to touch on i think everyone did such a wonderful job and uh, the presentation was wonderful too uh, i just just like to say that if we're going to start dealing with depression we need to find out as it when you first started with it i was able to catch you earlier tonight we got our bible study earlier and i was able to catch 
kitchen, and we need to know different symptoms of it, you know, like weight gain, weight, weight loss, you know, about, about eating more, eating less, sleeping too much, uh, you know, uh, uh, feeling restless and people just irritable and different signs that you could look because oftentimes, as was stated earlier, people won't tell you that they're going, will not tell you that they're going through a depression, feeling anxious, worried, nervous, drinking alcohol, doing drugs, taking too many prescription drugs. I had a habit when I was being depressed, I would smoke a cigarette, tobacco. And so I know I, I know things like dealing with that, always tired, lack of energy, and things like that. Uh, but then, too, I, I, it was such a wonderful deal today to have this because Jeff Bezos, he was just talking about how just by the media, social media, Facebook, how they had kids committing suicide, how they was talking about the kids, uh, they had kids that were, uh, uh, wasn't, uh, had different eating disorders and kids being bullied and different things that was coming up by Facebook and kids looking at different pictures and they were thinking such less of themselves because they either overweight or they, they start just stop eating and, and, Kids being bullied with suicide and all these things that, that that's occurring. And the church have to address those things because things do happen and we need to stand up and address the thing. Those things that we could handle as the body of Christ, we handle it. And also what was said earlier, we sometimes we call in the professional when the suicide hotline and many others, uh, I was just thinking about, you know, uh, just right now how the lady went to Washington and she was talking about the things that uh, Facebook is adding to this mental and uh, all the depression that people are going through. We have COVID-19. We have all kinds of diseases that's there now that have people in a depressed state. Then, uh, okay, as African-Americans, I heard the statistics that uh, Sister Sonia gave and and, and the reason why African-Americans suffer is poverty. And we see by what's on Facebook, on television, what's on the media, uh, people being so successful. But we have uh, different things that's hindering us, which cause systemic racism, that keep us from going as high as that, that others can go. Uh, we have to deal with so many things. That's why it's so prevalent among african-americans and we are dealing with those things and that's the only reason it is our finances we believe that uh to be blessed is money i hear it all on here and everywhere people talking about uh, blessing is is having money and having all these things that has not there's no such thing as a prosperity gospel jesus wasn't rich and paul talks about it in first timothy 6 chapter starting at the fifth verse there's no such thing but we ought to be satisfied in the state that we're with food and clothes with sustain be content but we look at what others have and then we get frustrated and depressed because we do not have it these are the things that's tearing us down and we go about what others have uh, we worried about people that came and killed people and took their land and made themselves rich enslaved people and made themselves rich i don't see nothing blessed about 
someone owning people, raping them, killing them to be blessed. But that's who we try to follow behind, Caucasian, European, and how they got what they have. And that's not that's not what what uh, bless, blessing is. And uh, Psalm the thirty seventh Psalm, fret not thyself about evil doers, because they tend to prosper in their ways, but they shall be cut down. We go by those things. I'm blessed every day. God wake me up, and we're to reach out to those, and we'll let them know that if shoot for the moon, but if you just make it to the clouds, be satisfied. Try your best to be successful. And I pray that we will get to know those things that you decide that uh, Sister Sonia said and also Sister Tonya and others have said that tells you about, uh, you know, depression and the signs of it. And once we know the signs, we know how to reach out to those who suffer from uh, with with depression. Uh, so many things that, that people have. And I heard we were saying about uh, things that can be passed down hereditary. Some people have parents that 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 end up in mental institution. They did too. Uh, smoking would cause a child to to be born with uh, maybe uh, not with with not their faculties may not all be there. They actually to stop smoking. Drug addiction. They got crack babies. They have all kind of things that can come along with different things we do. Uh, so. We, we, there are people with so much things that's going on that depressing them. And the only reason African-Americans are doing that is because of uh, systemic racism and a system that have been built for them to be failures. But I'm not a failure because I trust in God. And if he don't give me a nickel, I'm blessed because he had me here. And I have well enough to what I do. We're so frustrated doing what this Caucasian society have told us is blessed. And the Bible doesn't say say that's what blessed is. Look in your New Testament and find out it's not there. We look at material things as making you blessed, but that's not so. God bless you. And again, I mean, you ladies are dynamic, okay? You are dynamic. I love the show. I pray that many more people will watch this show. Keep doing what you're doing, and God bless you. Amen. God bless you. You know, sometimes in life, we get so bogged down with what we have going on, and we don't take the time out to see where we can assist someone in need. Start paying attention to people and start trying to understand what's going on around you because you might just miss the mark in saving someone's life. Now we will have our little-known black history fact and our wellness check by Sister Tanya. Betsy Stockholm was an African-American educator and missionary born into slavery in Princeton, New Jersey. She gained her freedom at 20 years old and traveled to Hawaii, Canada, and Philadelphia teaching and serving as a nurse. She moved back to Princeton in 1835 and spent the rest of her life enriching the lives of the members of the local African community. There is a window memorialized to her in the Winterspoon um, Street Church in Princeton, New Jersey. And we're going to go on to our wellness. These are some tips that we can um, 
do to take care of ourselves a little bit better, which is one, they're um, not one like the top things that you have to do. This is uh, some some tips for you tonight. One is to keep our bodies hydrated with water. Eight ounces of water a day, which is 64 ounces of water that our bodies do need. Um, getting adequate sleep at night. Um, establishing a regular exercise routine in, in our lives. Seek our doctors on a regular basis for wellness exams, health screenings and tests. Um, doing a lot of preventive care. Also, get an adequate sleep. Learn to relax more and find things to be grateful for in our lives. And also, don't forget to get your dental health checkup, and don't forget to get your eyes and vision checked. And those are some wellness tips tonight. Amen. Thank you, Sister Tanya. Uh, Sister McQueen, can you pray us out, please? Yes, ma'am. A dear Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name. Lord, we touch and agree and we declare and decree on those who are listening, even every household represented here, Lord. It may be someone dealing with depression, oppression, and Lord, we ask that you send laborers in their pathway, God. Lord, we even ask that you send a minister and angels, God, to minister to their mind today, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, as, as, the, as we leave this place, but never from your presence, Master. Lord, we ask that you, God, every word that went out of the mouths of the people on this airwave, God, we ask that the seed was planted on good ground, that the people will understand what the Spirit of the Lord is saying through the airwave, God. Let it grow and go and multiply, God, that they may be able to teach others, God. Let someone be healed. On this night, God, let chains been broken on this night, God, from oppression, depression, suicide, and all above, God, mental breakdowns, mental illnesses of, of dealing with, um, um, I forget what they, um, God, I forget what they call it. But you know what I'm trying to say, God, autism, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Even some parents that's probably listening on the airwaves dealing with children, they children that's dealing with mental illnesses, depression, oppression, suicide, spirits, God. Let chains be broken tonight, God, not just for the listeners, for our households, for people who are connected to us, God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, God. Put your people in the Holy Ghost bubble, God. And, Lord, we just plead the blood of Jesus over the airwave, God. We plead the blood of Jesus over the listeners, God, that after we hang up these phones that they may be able to still remember and hear. Don't allow the enemy to snatch it from them, God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for the call for prayer. Thank you for listening to our show tonight, Mental Awareness and Illness, focusing on depression. I hope that we have said something that broke chains in your life. Don't forget to join us tomorrow night with the Men of Valor at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time here on Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Tonight's show was sponsored by the Williams Group and Jade Ari Enterprises. Next week, we will continue talking about 
mental awareness, and illnesses. Although October is Breast Cancer Awareness, people need to focus more on mental awareness and illnesses, so it needs to be talked about. So we're going to continue on throughout October, and we may go into November with uh, Breast Cancer Awareness or with some other form of cancers. Thank you for listening to our show. Depression and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day. Oh, oh, oh. 
Chains with P31 Ladies on YAT Radio, where each week we discuss the importance of female self-esteem, self-identity, and noble character. You can always get involved in the conversation by calling in at 858-357-9137 or catch the live stream at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash YAT Radio. That's Breaking Chains, where we leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.